How do you stay sharp on technical skills as you get older in the industry when learning is harder? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. We had another question come in chat. Um, how does the career of a software developer turn after age 35? Um, till then, we might be able to learn new technologies on the go, but after age 35, responsibilities come, and even with the brain drain to study new tech, what happens after 35 for a software engineer? Great question. I'm in my late 40s. I'm 48. I just turned 48. Um, being in the tech industry is you're constantly learning. I always tell people if you sign up for a career in tech, you're signing up for a career of constant learning. Everything changes. I joke sometimes I've been streaming for two hours. We've had three new JavaScript frameworks released since then. Um, and it's kind of a joke, but kind of not. I mean, maybe not frameworks, but there's new technology coming out all the time. I've been at organizations where I've been there long enough where we have cycled from this language to this language to this language. Like when I worked at SendGrid, I worked at SendGrid for four years before Twilio acquired them. And um, in that time, we went from doing a lot of things in Ruby on Rails to doing things in Python to doing things in Go. It was just a progression through the company. And so we were constantly learning. We're constantly learning new languages, new frameworks, new ways of testing, new ideals, new mechanisms, new whatever. It's a constant learning. My hope is that whatever company you end up at also recognizes like, hey, our people need to continue to learn. And so some companies actually set up what they call professional development. It could be like a tuition reimbursement or something along those lines where <clears throat> they want to provide funds for you to go take a class or go, you know, register for some online curriculum of some sort, whether it's like a Udemy program or Udacity program or something like that, where you're constantly learning. It is very easy to get stale in the tech industry where you learn a thing and you go in and you just do that same thing over and over and over again. And now your skills are stale. And what do you do about that? Do you, because then trying to go get another job, it can be a little bit harder to go get another job when you've, you've not practiced those skills and, and kept something up to date. You're gonna find yourself a little bit behind and now you're gonna feel like, oh, well now I can't go get another job until I learn all these other things. And then it, it becomes kind of a race of like, I don't feel I'm ready, so I'm not gonna apply. I need to go get ready. But by the time you get ready for that, everything else has continued to progress. And you're like, oh, now I feel even less ready. And it's this psychological thing that you have to break where you say, you're never gonna feel 100% ready to go interview for a job. Just go interview for the job. You know what you know, you don't know what you don't know, and that's okay. It's my job as the interviewer to figure out your breadth of knowledge and your depth of knowledge and figure out whether that fits on my team. I've said that a bunch of times in this stream already. It's my job as the interviewer to ascertain that. You don't have to know all the things. Being an older guy in tech, uh, I also face ageism. And I walk into those interviews and my, my imposter syndrome kicks in like, oh, geez, they're going to think I know everything about everything. And I really don't. Like, they're going to think I'm an idiot. Like, they're going to ask me some question about like the latest and greatest thing that I haven't kept up on and I'm not going to know and they're going to think I'm dumb or I'm some old dinosaur. Um, it really has to do with how, how are you dedicating time to stay up on trends and stay up on technologies 
for what's important in your career. Because again, you don't have to learn everything about everything all the time. You only need to learn what you want to learn to advance your career in the way you want to advance your career. You are your own advocate. The tech industry is a giant choose your own adventure book. You get to choose where you go. You get to shape your career the way you want to shape it. And so you only have to learn what you want to learn to go do the thing. So if I wanted to switch from being a developer and going to DevOps, I'm going to learn whatever DevOps is doing, kind of watch those trends and, and go learn those things and try to get that kind of job doing DevOps. And then I might decide once I'm in that job, it's like, oh, you know what? This isn't what I want to do. I'd rather do this instead. Well, guess what? You can go learn that thing and go change your career again. Once you start building up uh, amounts of professional experience, people will hire you. But as part of the interview process, you're still going to need to demonstrate that skill. And that's what I talk about on the stream a lot. As part of our interview process, you have to demonstrate that you can do the job. Our industry is not one where they're just going to trust at face value what's on your resume and go, oh, you claim to know these things? Great, you're hired. You're going to have to demonstrate it to them and convince them that you can actually do the job. So when it comes to the age limit that, that was kind of brought up in the question, like this happens at age 35, I would say it's not a definite cutoff. But there is definitely a point where if, you, if you're just doing the same thing over and over again for even two, three years, you can become what we call stale as far as your skill set. And so you, you're going to have to stay up to date on things all the time. Back in January and in February, I was actually enrolled in a Udacity program for learning React. I didn't finish it. I learned what I wanted to learn. I didn't finish it. I didn't get the certificate and that's fine. It's not a big deal for me. And it's not that I was taking it so I could become a React developer. I wanted to take it so that when I talk to other React developers and I hear them talk about components and I hear them talking about Redux, I know what they're talking about. It doesn't mean I want to go be a React developer, but I'm still learning about technologies just so I can stay up to date on terminology and lingo and, and you know what everybody's working in these days. Same thing with Docker. I know a little bit about Docker. I know nothing about Kubernetes. Maybe not nothing about Kubernetes, but it's not something where I want to take my career. It's not something that I actively want to learn. Same thing with Web3. Someone was asking in chat earlier, like something about Web3. Me personally, huh, I'm not that interested right now in Web3. That's just my personal take. Are there benefits to it? Maybe. Yeah. And if it ever gets to like a critical mass kind of thing, then maybe I'll explore it. For right now, it's not something I'm interested in. And so I'm not going to spend my time learning it because that's not where I want to take my career right now. Is it going to be important in the future? Maybe, or maybe some variation of it. Um, and that's fine. It's going to change and evolve and adapt the same way that Web 2.0 changed and the same that Web 1 sort of changed and Web 2 was an adaptation of that. And it was kind of like this big movement kind of thing. Same thing will probably happen with Web 3 and Web 4 and whatever else they call it in the future, whatever. That's fine. I'm not going to get into like, the stances on like crypto and blockchain and whatever that's not what i'm here for um there there are pros and cons on a lot of ways that we do things and we have to weigh the pros and the cons and, and try to figure out you know what are the benefits what are the disadvantages and and you know what kind of technology do we want to use for a particular project not here to debate any of that right now um but that's the kind of thing where it's like okay well i should probably learn at least a little bit about it so that i'm not completely ignorant on it but at the same time, there are, there are things out there It's like, no, I don't want to go learn that. That's not anything I'm even remotely interested in doing. And so I'm not going to stay up to date on that technology. I might read a headline from time to time, or I might meet, read like a single news article. 
but there's no definite cutoff age where it's like, oh, once you hit like this age or been in the industry for 10 years, then suddenly it's going to be harder. No, but ageism is a thing. Once you reach the age of 40, um, in, in some states, like in, in the state of Colorado, if you're over the age of 40, you become a protected class of citizen where they can't fire you if you do something slower than someone else. It's not an excuse to work slower, but they can't say, hey, you didn't do that thing as fast, and so we're going to let you go. It's illegal in Colorado, maybe not everywhere. And so employers have to stay up to date on those kinds of things. But it's more, I think the question, the theme of the question was more around like staying current on skills. And that's something that you have to actively advocate for yourself. If you want to go learn something, you need to go learn it because that's what you want for your career. And you need to talk to your company about, hey, I want to learn this particular thing. If that's valuable to the company, maybe you can get reimbursed for the tuition or the cost of a program or the cost of some software or whatever. That's up to the company. Um, if it's completely unrelated, like if you work at an insurance company and you want to be a mobile game developer, those are very like very different sort of tangents in life they may not pay for the professional development um, and that's something that you might have to sort of invest in your own career uh, to go explore and again that's a decision that you're gonna have to make if you really want to go explore that and you really need to pay for those tools then maybe that's something that's worth investing in um, but that's a personal decision at that point because it's it's going in a completely different area than what you're doing uh, day to day Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.